0: Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Anthony Teresi, and we will be talking about his journey as well as his new book, Rippling Waves, A Spiritual Journey Through the Heart of the Universe. At this time in history, the world is seeking answers to the eternal questions of existence. Have you ever felt that there is more to life than what we see and experience here on Earth? In Rippling Waves, renowned psychic Anthony Teresi takes us on an exciting spiritual adventure to gain a deeper awareness of the truth that underlies all reality. Rippling Waves combines the wisdom of the past, present, and future into a story that brilliantly illustrates our ultimate journey. The mystic visions he describes are dazzling, the implications profound, and the recommendations challenging. As this beautiful story unfolds, you'll, be, you'll come to understand the transcendent truth represented in this profound and fascinating tale. For more information, you can visit Anthony's website, which is anthonyteresi.com, and that's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-T-E-R-E-S-I icom com. So with that, welcome to the show, Anthony.
1: Hi, glad to be here.
0: Thank you. I'm really looking forward to our, our conversation today. Your your book is a very easy to read. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, I like those kinds of those stories. So um let's start with you know in the beginning of your your book you have a a section that says from there to here you talked about from there to here which is kind of your journey in 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 a synopsis would you mind sharing with the listeners a little bit about that because i think that would give them a,
1: a good idea of your backstory well the reason i entitled it that is because i was thinking perhaps the reader would like to know by what means I am, uh, you know, citing these stories and by what talents I've come by to be able to speak of these issues. And so I started from the past, worked forward uh, with some of the background um, in my journey and how I've accomplished the talents that I have and expanded the talents I have naturally. And uh, put the reader in a position, hopefully, to realize that uh, this is the result of many, many years of work, many, many years of labor of love, and many, many years of seeking mastery over uh, my physical talents and sometimes uh, obstinate uh, habits that needed to be overcome. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it uh, it's... It, it, puts us in a position or hopefully puts the leader in a position to give some credibility to what it is I'm presenting.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I think the um, the journey and just the unfolding of events and, and kind of how they uh, play out I, I think is very – it's a very common experience. And so, that you know, that's why I really like having the guests kind of share theirs because um, – people are right in the midst of it. You know, I mean, in, in that journey that you've had from there to here, um, each step away, there are people out there listening who are kind of wondering, well, what's happening, you know, what's happening to me and, and those kinds of things. And, and it's, uh, it's good to know that there's a place to go to find out find answers for that.
1: Yeah, that's exactly uh, right on point. That's exactly what I had in mind. Um, uh, There are a lot of individuals out there in the world today who have had experiences of their own, uh, be they large or small, and often they really don't understand because uh, there isn't a lot of, uh, shall we say, mainstream support for these kinds of things. There really is a growing, monumentally growing community seeking these very answers these very uh paths or roads to self-mastery and uh expanded awareness there really is a new awakening occurring you probably wouldn't know it by listening to the media and all (laughs) the you know gloom and doom that we hear on that but uh if one were to look you would see that there are i think last time i looked there was over 1200 uh established organization doing work in the world dedicated to uniting the planet and seeking to uplift the spirit of all humanity. Uh, And I think that uh, people are looking for this. They're tired of the craziness that's going on. They need some sort of center identity that helps them uh, lead their life from the inside out, be self-directed as opposed to being Uh, sort of scattered hither and yon by what the uh, world says they should be. This book is really more about what you find yourself to be and uh, leading you into uh, the greater uh, awareness that you can discover by that uh, inward journey first and then the outward journey that follows
0: yeah, yeah, very much. As a matter of fact, um um in the book you you talk about the value of awareness expansion. And I, I found that, you know, interesting, you know, like, like you say, in you know, in light of um some of the things that we see or that are that are kind of just presented to us rather than what we look for. But but what we see, um awareness expansion seems to be taking a hit here and there. Even though, like you say, there are those that there is that side, but I mean Are for some reason um, the loudest voices or seem to be, you know, that of contrary awareness, (laughs) cut down on the awareness.
1: Right. Uh, That is an unusual circumstance. But um, I I think awareness, the, the pursuit of greater awareness is something that most people don't understand because it's not taught, uh, you know, we have an education to whatever degree we have an education uh, and we consider, well, okay, it's time to move into life now and that's it. I've uh, absorbed about as much as I'm going to do. This is who I am and here I go. And that's not the case at all. I mean, the case quite frankly is that we are by design spiritual uh, dimensional travelers, and those individuals who have been fortunate enough, uh, which are many, by the way, uh, to understand this and be able to continue their personal development on through their entire lives have found amazing realities that have come to bear in their lives. And one of the things that most people don't realize is that pursuing enlightenment, pursuing an expanded awareness is a wonderful thing in terms of creating abundance uh, for yourself. When you are uh, an inner-directed individual, spiritually directing your life force to uh, accomplish the goal that you have deemed worthy, good things happen. Life uh, opens up for you. It shows up, and you uh, begin understanding the the value of this, Uh, not necessarily a material value, although there's nothing wrong with that, but the kind of value that you can set in the evening and be at peace in your heart and smile and say, yeah, today was a good day. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, And
1: I noticed um,
0: in the book you talked about enlightenment, you know, is a journey that can't be taught. It's kind of like the the, the one thing I like about the book is that, um, it stresses the importance of the journey, you know, versus the destination.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is really yeah. all about the journey because the destination is the end of the journey, of this journey anyway. Uh, and we want to try to make as much as we can, out of this journey, this life that we have, and not necessarily thinking about what comes after. Although I do touch on that uh, in Chapter 4. But the -hmm. most important thing to recall uh, or to to remember is that we are uh, spiritually uh, enlightened and uh, creative beings from birth. And uh, for whatever reason, our society has tended to downgrade those qualities and to teach us this, um, what would you call it, this sort of indoctrination about how human Mm -hmm. beings should be. The the church doesn't, anymore anyway, the church doesn't uh, really expand too much on uh, enlightenment uh, and uh, self-transformation. They talk about those uh, perhaps who have uh, achieved these goals uh, but they speak of them as masters and saints, and which is true. But right. it doesn't really give us an opportunity to really understand that these were examples for us to follow, uh, not for right. us to revere as some uh, lofty uh, individual that uh, you know we pay homage to. So again, uh, I'm I'm making my best effort. To bring these realities into now into this moment, and to let uh, uh, my following and the people uh, that are interested in this kind of topic let you know that you can make a difference in your own life and the life around you and in in humanity as a whole. you can do that right now, right as we speak, yeah, yeah, yeah you know that's really
0: important to remember because you know when um enlightenment is viewed as something you know external and it you know only achieved by the few um it really um doesn't empower one to recognize you know that that's within and um it's really advocating a lot of power
1: exactly uh and like i said when if if you were to read my book. Uh, or anyone, or to read my book with an open mind and an open heart uh, in order to, and as you said, I really did my best to write it as simply as I possibly could. Trying (laughs) to take some of these more abstract concepts and put them into words is challenging at best. But I I did this not to impress people or individuals with, with my skills or talents. I did this as a means to open up the possibilities in as simple a way as possible to make it attractive so that people would uh, be able to say to themselves, well, you know, I could do that. Uh, That looks like something I could achieve. Uh, And like I said, I think that um, that's the whole idea here. I have done uh, uh, my best to create uh, what is multi-level states of consciousness in story form that in reality is just that the elevated state of consciousness that one can achieve uh, you know like i said we've attributed this to saints and yogis and you know people uh, buddha people like that um, you know who have been in renowned not that that's they are wonderful teachers and uh really mm-hmm. show many people the way but uh again the emphasis, the emphasis has not been on the fact that they showed the way for us to do that, for us to become that. We can attain Christ consciousness. We can attain Buddha consciousness. No, I'm not saying we are going to become Christ or Buddha or whoever, you know, whatever other avatar you want to talk about. I'm saying that there's a level of consciousness and awareness that they showed us as they traveled this planet that they left for us to see and for hopefully uh, to to plant the seed for us to be able to grow. We have that inherently. We have that designed into our human nature. Uh, And if we just can turn our sights inward and tap that, we realize uh, sometimes at a stroke that we have been getting it backwards. We have been Mm -hmm. defining ourselves by what we have and what the other person has and, you know, if I have a Rolex or if I have a Rolls Royce or then I'm really somebody special. And that's completely the opposite of what I'm writing about. Not that those things are bad things. I mean, uh, what I'm saying is that they're meaningless if you don't know who it is that is pursuing them and if you are not an individual who is self-directed from your inner light, and your inner love, then you're a leaf in the breeze. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: I, it's really toward the end of the book, but I think you called something called the old ruling order um, and the things that guided that. Is, is that pretty much kind of what you were just talking about as far as the, the materialistic, uh, physical um,
1: focus? Yeah, it's a not so thinly veiled disguise of what's going on <laughs> in our world today. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you okay, you got me on that one. Um, but um, yeah, right. it it really does but, show, uh, and the reason I did that was to show that again, this yeah. uh, that uh, this this time that we're in is uh, not an end time; it's a beginning time. There's a great awakening occurring and certainly with uh, uh, folks like yourself and shows that, uh, like this that are putting this word out there, it's a wonderful help. Uh, and like, like I said earlier, there are many groups working towards this. But there is a great awakening happening. And what I'm calling for, as I mentioned in my book, is um, I'm calling for a unity within those groups. Uh, and I'm also saying the time has come for a renaissance, in thought, art, music, and all the things that inspire us. Well, we're in a position now where we can make a leap forward, uh, and it's really the responsibility of those individuals who have the talents to inspire us to do so. Uh, Writers, uh, musicians, as I mentioned, uh, painters, dance, uh, scientists Mm -hmm. who... Uh, lead us toward these new concepts of uh, field dynamics and neuroplasticity and epigenetics. These are all concepts that are, believe it or not, I mean, they're somewhat intimidating uh, 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 words, but these are concepts that actually have their root in many thousands of years of uh, uh, ancient uh, mystical philosophy. So, again, uh, my point being, going to far off field here, My point being is that these uh, things that we're speaking of, uh, uh, I'm putting a challenge out there. I'm throwing the gauntlet down for other artists and other uh, um, individuals who have come here to work with the the race, to work with the species, to work with humanity, to create a greater ever-abundant unity where no person is ever going to die from lack of food, clothing, and shelter?
0: Yeah, yeah. There was uh, there was a um, a comment that you made that was made in the book. It says, um, "Until the majority of us awaken and seize the gauntlet," which when you said "gauntlet," it kind of brought that back. Uh, the gauntlet of the heart. Our world will continue to crash and burn, rebuild and crash and burn. Um, so um, you know, it, it seems that. Um, you know, there's a like you say, there is that opportunity to break the cycle, I guess. Um now when when we talk about awaken, um and we were talking a little bit earlier about awareness. Um the the thing now, the you know, the jargon going on now is woke. You know, that someone is woke, you know, and, and when I w- when I was reading about awareness and I I you know think about that a lot. <laughs> I'm aware of awareness. Um that you know, in many aspects that woke you know envelops the idea of awareness raised awareness and 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 um uh and compassion and that kind of thing um i I know they're probably kind of different things but what what is what's your opinion on that Because, cause, you know right now we've got this you know raised the consciousness and awareness you know of of uh social racial gender equality um and then we have the fight against it <laughs> you know the anti-woke you know stay asleep kind of um mentality so what, what's your
1: view of that what, what's going on now in that particular area well again mainstream media which i don't have anything against but they would make us believe that this is the whole ball game, that roughly our world is divided into into two sections: one section that believes these things, and one section that fights them. And that's not really the truth. I mean, the numbers themselves speak of this, and these are fringe elements that have come to dominate the uh, mainstream media. Which again, I make that point in the fifth chapter, and. The real truth of the issue is multi-billions of people on this planet don't even know about that. Multi-billions of people on this planet are looking for something greater. Uh, They are looking for some way and means to uh, create abundance for themselves and their families. When I speak of uh, awareness, I speak of, I speak, I'm speaking to these individuals because they will be the future mm-hmm. of our planet. Um, so again, uh, yeah. you know, just to put it a little clearer, there are going to be those folks out there uh, who will stand there defiantly with their book in their hand, whatever that is, the Bible, the Quran, w- whatever um, what it is. Yeah, and say, is- I, yeah I, I believe this. This is what I believe. Uh, my mind is made up. Don't confuse me with the facts, okay? And there are going to be other individuals on the other side of the spectrum who are going to be like yourself and like uh, your listeners, hopefully, who believe pretty much what we're talking about here and uh, have faith and, uh, because they've had their own experiences. What I'm looking to direct my attention to is the vast population in between these two extremes. These are the folks mm-hmm. that I mentioned earlier who are looking for some direction, some way to find that still, small voice within. And this book does guide you, uh, not completely totally, but it certainly will uh, be very, very helpful in how to expand your awareness out into the universe, but more importantly, how to first start by expanding your awareness to your inner universe to your inner soul and essence, to that piece or part of you that is the divine creation from which all love springs forth. That is the creative, uh, act that you are in this moment. Not you, but everyone. Uh, and again, like a, that, that is who I'm uh, directing this to. And I'm also, uh, putting it out there that these are the folks that seek inspiration desperately. These are the folks that want so much to see something uh, akin to a renaissance when art exploded and brought a new vision to the planet entirely and changed, literally to change the course of history. Uh, these are the folks that are looking for that, and that's what this work is designed for. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it
1: certainly would
0: um, attract those in the middle, you know, um, that that wide middle. Um, now, the title of the book, um, I know as an author, it's really one of the biggest things you do when writing a book is coming up with the title um, and deciding on the title. So would you mind kind of sharing with the listeners uh, why you chose Rippling Waves, uh, Spiritual Journey Through the Heart of the Universe?
1: Well, Rippling Waves in and of itself is a um, – profound as well as simple, I'm trying to use those two terms together, <laughs> profound and simple way of describing actual reality. Uh, quantum physics and uh, ancient wisdom have described uh, our reality as not being solid but being uh, uh, waves of energy that are held into place uh, through gravity. And, again, uh, uh, quantum physics has shown that in today. And if you go back uh, 5,000 years ago, even 6,000, and even prior to civilizations before that, they actually spoke about this as well. So, rippling waves, if you broke everything down to its molecular level, uh, it would be a wave field. Uh, So, that pertains to that. A spiritual journey to the heart of the universe takes us along those waves of uh, awareness and consciousness, because that's what it is. They're not just waves. They're waves of awareness, consciousness, and the way that uh, uh, the center of all uh, creation expresses itself. So if we are to ride these waves, they turn into vibrational frequencies. I don't want to lose anybody here, but a vibrational (laughs) frequency is just that. You hit a note on the piano, that's a vibrational frequency. You change that note, that's a different frequency. That's what dimensions are. They're frequencies within which they have encompassed or encapsulated within them their own dynamics. Our dimension is a three-dimensional really, uh, is a, yeah, three-dimensional and there are Uh, Many, many dimensions that, again, have their own uh, uh, dynamics. When we travel, and here's where the heart of the universe comes in. When we travel within and we are able to achieve even a measure of self-awareness, one of the most fantastic things that happens is we experience this incredibly divine love that just comes pouring out of us. Uh, we, you don't have to be in heaven or a samadhi or anything like that. If, if you take the time to go within your heart uh, and clear away the clutter, it's there because that's what we are. We are creations of divine love. The, the, the amazing thing that happens is once we accomplish this, uh, and it may take a minute, but once we accomplish this and we experience this outpouring of love, the very first thing that happens is that we can't hold it. We can't. Uh, we don't want to. We want to tell everyone about it. We want to let everyone in on it. We want to spread the word, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, that's what that's what this journey is about. This journey is about what uh, I've experienced uh, along my my life, uh, the root of my life, and what I am telling the world exists. It exists. Uh, in In reality, and it exists in spirituality, and it exists in a dimensional frequency that each of these stories uh, portray um, I note to add uh, some of the chapters I have put together in story form because every, everything is based off my own experiences and uh, In certain instances, it just was not possible to explain some of the uh, conscious uh, uh, experiences that I had in words. So I had to have uh, some means. I I tried using certain devices, but I settled on metaphor. And often metaphors are beautiful because uh, each person has to think about that on their own, and then they're able to come to their own conclusion. So... Um, yeah, I just wanted to make that note.
0: Yeah, and they're more likely to
1: to um,
0: ex- do, ha- have the experience. They're more likely to connect to the experience um, through that. So once they make that um gosh, we're, we're about halfway through the show anthony um now i do want to invite listeners if you have any questions you'd like to ask anthony about the topic that we're discussing um he prefers not to do readings over the air but if you have any questions regarding the topic we're talking about uh you can call in at 619-789-4359 and if uh, you're listening live in the chat room, you can go ahead and, and post some questions there. Um, and then when we come back from break, Anthony, uh, you know, we're start, you started talking about dimension. So I have, I have a couple of questions I want to talk to you about when we come back, okay? Wonderful. Okay. Everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this very brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder that we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows along with an archive link that will give you access to more than 1,400 shows we have had over the past nine years. Also on the site is a link to the products and services we provide, books, photography, a wellness store, and self-publishing assistance. Our show is a free podcast on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, and TuneIn. And you can subscribe for free on any of those platforms by using the links on our website homepage. We are on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. And we also have buttons to those platforms at the top of our home page. Our website, byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone. Thank you for staying with us again today. My very special guest is Anthony um, uh, Therese, Therese, Teresi? excuse me, Anthony Therese. Uh And uh, he is a clairvoyant, a astrologer, author, um, and his book is called Rippling Waves, A Spiritual Journey Through the Heart of the Universe. And again, you can find out more by visiting Anthony's website, which is com and that's a- A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. T.E.R.E.S.I. dot com. Okay, Anthony, we're back. <coughs> Wonderful. Great. Okay, so uh, you're, um, you kind of brought up the idea of multidimensional, or dimensional, being you know going beyond <laughs> the three dimensions. Um, would you mind sharing with the listeners your experience with your brother June? um in mexico because i think that was um if i'm not mistaken in the, from the book that that was one of your uh early experiences that that kind of you know maybe it was a paradigm shift for you
1: indeed it was um just a little uh groundwork before that uh I'm, i was raised in a family of uh um, fourth generation psychics Uh, My mother's side and my father had a great interest in UFOs and life on other planets. So uh, from from an early age, I was uh, uh, encouraged and nurtured and given uh, these uh, bits of information about those very topics. And uh, my brother and I, only 14 months apart, he wasn't uh too interested in that. He had other things that he was interested in. And as we grew, uh my skills uh in those areas, like I said, were nurtured, but we were still very, very close. Um and um fast forward, uh one of the events that happened in my life at uh in my late twenties, early thirties, got Hollywood, I think it's like seventy 83, something like that. Uh, my brother uh, uh, had a plane. And he was flying uh, down to um, South America. Um, and he took off, and everything was, and he had done this many times. Uh, but He encountered a storm along the way near Acapulco, the side of Acapulco, and was blown off course, and um, his plane crashed up in the hills, the, the rugged terrain up above I don't know if you know where Ixtapa or Iguacineo is, but up in that area of of Mexico. And he was gone for about a month and uh, began getting worried. Um, So I uh, went down there looking for him, uh, searching uh, everywhere I could. I hired guides. I uh, was there for almost a month, and uh, there was... Not much information to go on. The airport, the, uh, the Acapulco Airport had lost and had a certain longitude, latitude, uh, and we uh, searched. I had missionaries. I had uh, all kinds of individuals helping who spoke the language, and we covered every single path, every road, every village, every possible uh, um, avenue uh, to where he might have been. Along the way, we encountered individuals who say they heard planes, but then turned out to be the wrong plane. So at the end of that time, uh, I was uh, really frustrated. I, was, I didn't know what to do. I had really done everything I could do. There was nothing left to do. And I was sitting in my hotel room, uh, extremely frustrated and very emotional. I uh, didn't want to go back the next day to explain to my family that I had been on, uh, unsuccessful. In that moment, literally, the room lit up uh, with colors I had never seen before. It was the most amazing event uh, in that, up to that moment that I had ever experienced. It was, uh, it was as if a veil had parted, and these colors were pouring into my hotel room. Uh, and uh, there before me, pink uh, walking through or sort of coming through the veil, was my brother. He wasn't in his physical form. He was in a uh, light body, but it was definitely him, uh, and I was just in shock. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing, but it was amazing. The experience itself was absolutely heart-stopping. And we communicated, and he told me that his plane had indeed crashed, uh, probably would not be found, And he was taking a moment to uh, say goodbye and for me to tell everyone that he loved them. The look on his face, and again, this is my brother that I had known all his life. The look on his face was absolutely extraordinary. It was as if he was about to enter into an experience that was like no other. And he couldn't even explain it to me. But uh, we talked further about more personal things. And... uh, then he was gone. Uh, And I was left there in that moment. And uh, it's been said that the highest human emotion is when you're both laughing and crying at the same time. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's what I was experiencing. I was experiencing this incredible joy about having had a chance to speak with him, to understand what happened, and uh, to see that, in fact, uh, he was moving on. From that point forward, the concept of death never occurred to me again because I realized that that's not a reality. And from that point forward, everything in my life changed. Uh, my own psychic abilities, which I had been uh, working with uh, through my uh, original career of music, uh, became through the roof. Uh, uh, It was as if uh, a veil in my own life was was pulled back and uh, went on from there uh, to pursue this entire field uh, as a lifelong profession. Uh, But that in and of itself was the very first most profound event that happened to me that showed me so many things in one uh, instance of uh, the fact that reality is light and the fact that we do move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I found that um, to be, you know, an amazing story, you know, recognizing that um, when someone has that profound an experience, that it just, you know, changes the the worldview. And my, my thought is, you know, in a way I wish, Everyone, we're talking about, you know, raising awareness would be, in one sense, wonderful if everyone was at to the point that that they could have that experience um, and then, you know, have that shift in consciousness, because I would think that that would be just a a huge boost to the global um, collective consciousness as well. Um, so yeah, and I noticed you dedicated your book to June. So that was I just wanted to make sure to bring that out. Um, you know, it's a, a real special
1: connection. Um, yeah, I, um, was, um, I, yeah. I, I felt I had to because, like I said, that was a, a major turning <laughs> point. Yeah.
0: yeah, and and once once someone has you know that kind of experience, it does seem that it's kind of like you know once the connection is made. Um uh, you know the, it's kind of like a, taking a route to, to your favorite place. you know once once you get through the path, once you get down the path you know where you're going, you know it's easier to go back and forth you know uh, once you know it.
1: Yeah, a lot of people experience similar circumstances. I mean everyone is an individual, of course, but in my in my work, I've had many uh, conversations with people who have had, What's termed NDE, near death experiences, and they recount somewhat similar experiences where they uh, they didn't see anyone, but they uh, were transported into a realms of all light and all love and all beauty, and uh, sometimes they sometimes they did see family members and things like that, and for whatever reason, they the time there was not done yet, and they But so. This is not just a singular experience uh by by me. There are many people who have i'm sure who are listening now, kind of smiling and shaking their heads, going, "Yeah, I know what that's about, so <laughs>
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: so you, you you give them permission to you know recognize them and be Because sometimes you know... It's, like did I really see what I just saw, you know, or did I just experience what I just experienced you know there is that questioning that i think in a way human nature, especially if you haven't had that experience before um but uh, recognizing that it's you know it's normal <laughs> i mean- you know it's it's uh it's okay and it's good and you know and we can learn from that correct
1: absolutely and uh it is it is normal, and that's the thing that's we try so hard uh, to put across that this is not just Anthony Teresi who has had this one unique experience and like, oh, my God. This is uh, <laughs> something that we are all capable of. And that's my point is that this has been shut down, uh, down-talked, uh, you know, you know uh, put into to a position to think it's all that woo-woo kind of stuff. When the fact is, everyone listening to this program has this ability. You have it. Uh, you just have to put yourself in a position to pursue it. It's there waiting to be discovered. Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, uh, there's. was um... – also, a, a subject in your book that you address a couple of times, actually one time and then you go back to the subject later in the book, um, but it involves a, a floating city and, and beings of light. <laughs>
1: so, can you share with us that experience, what that's all about? Well, the chapter is entitled, uh, the city is entitled, uh, I gave it uh, a name, uh, Trasara. T-R-A-S-A-R-A. And I I tried to um, uh, portray experiences that I've had in terms of the the dimensional uh, awareness uh, that I've discovered of a civilization far into the future uh, that uh, had transcended their bodies and transcended these very... uh, um, concepts that are holding us back socially, these uh, concepts of nationalism and these concepts of like us against them and all that. The Trisarans all work together uh, and they've come to realize that there are some of them that are more advanced than others, but those individuals uh, are able to bring everyone along and their entire society has advanced beyond the point of war or anything like that and they have uh advanced to the point of expressing this unified love as a field uh not a field like quantum field but as a field of their uh identity as as, a, as one people uh they work together there's they, they have this incredible joy and they've been able to achieve these monumental uh uh feats as far as the dimension that they live in, uh, they control gravity, uh, in many ways they control time. They don't control it, but they're able to move back and forth on it. Um, and, uh, I tried to put that into a story context because my own experiences, uh, have been in visiting this uh, dimension and experiencing these emotions that come from that but it didn't always lend itself to the visual representation. So I had to put myself in a position Mm -hmm. to meditate on that deeply and just let that come through. But uh, I wanted the reader to see what it would be like. I mean, you know, this is something that's real. This is something that we're heading for one way or another. I mean, we can continue to crash and burn, as I said in my book, or at some particular point we will... Make that spiral turn upward, and we will begin evolving, and we will realize that we are all one people. And when that happens, amazing things will happen for us at this level. But Shasara is a story about what happens after that unification, what happens and what the possibilities are for a people once they uh, have discovered their inner light of essence and love and once they have uh put uh, come together to uh act for the benefit of all yeah yeah i i,
0: I loved the um, images and um just the, the thoughts that, that generated you know reading um about that uh now one of the things um that i kind of want to highlight. Um, is your, your book is broken down into five chapters. Um, now the chapters um, are, you know, kind of are associated in a way with um, some, what you believe that represent the states of consciousness, uh, transformational, um, let's see, uh, transformation, transcendent, cosmic, divine, and unity. So those are, those are kind of like the, the chapters. So if you wouldn't mind, let's go through each of those so that the listeners kind of understand um, kind of what that particular state of consciousness represents.
1: Okay. Transcendent consciousness is the beginning. That I'm sorry, transfa- I'm transformational consciousness is the beginning. That is where you... Uh, turn from perhaps where you are now you turn inward and you discover that point within that I mentioned earlier that is your true self that is your uh, you know breakthrough into the the field of uh, beautiful golden essence that is your spirit call it spirit call it soul call it whatever you want to call it but it's essentially what is animating you? What is, what is, what are uh, giving a life to yourself? What is putting you in a position to mm-hmm. walk this planet? When you come to that point of understanding and realization, that's the doorway. That is the archway through which you can walk into the higher states of consciousness. So first achieving the inner transformation of who you are as a as a creative being, allows you to then move through that awareness into the next state of consciousness, which is transcendent. And before I go any further, I want to make a point. These levels of consciousness that I make reference to are not plateaus or stairways or one higher than the other. They're, They're not geographic locations at all. They're interpenetrating states of energy, energy frequency. And the best example I can give you would be if I had two flashlights that were shining straight ahead and I were to curve them so the lights were to overlap one another for a space there, the lights would be both uh, in the same, uh, occupying the same space, Mm -hmm. but each light would have its own identity. And that's the way this is. These are states of consciousness are uh, higher states of frequency, the way notes on a piano would be higher states, but the piano is the piano. Uh, it's where everything exists, and that's what uh, the universe is. So I just wanted to make that point. Uh, the next okay. level yeah. would be transcendent, and that's when you are able to achieve the, uh, what I just mentioned a moment ago, being able to, uh, transcend this, uh, reality, uh, and begin visiting places like Trisara, uh, begin putting yourself in a position to see that each state of consciousness, uh, has its own dynamics and its own, uh, beings, if you will. Um, oft times we will see, uh, in transcending consciousness, we will see uh, individuals that we've lived with before or, uh, uh, again, things, uh, at more advanced states of energy. Um, I know we're running out of time here, so let me try to move on. Cosmic consciousness uh, is uh, something that you are able to come into an understanding and an experience with, and it deals literally with the cosmos uh from the from the standpoint of first takes us through uh uh travel through the uh universe and then we uh take a step back and go into the universe within us so we can clear out and go deeper within us so that we can experience even further uh you know where the uh source of all things is coming from. Uh and we are not able to actually name that, no one can. But I bring the reader to a point where they are able to understand how the universe is vibrated and emanated into being. And when you can understand that, which, again, if you read this book and you read it with an open mind and an open heart, it may take you a minute. You may dwell on a page or two (laughs) to see what exactly it's saying. But if you do that, in and of itself, that will raise your level of awareness uh, to even be able to grasp it. Uh, and in doing so, the book uh, will achieve its real goal, which is, again, expanding your consciousness. So we go through cosmic. Once through cosmic, uh, we come into what I refer to as the divine, the, the divine state of consciousness. And this is exactly what it, what it says. This is getting to the point to where you realize who you are and what you truly are as, as a creative being and a, an emanated being into existence from the greater uh, source of all things. Call it God, call it the universe, call it whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. You can't really name it, but uh, this is where we come into contact with that intimate relationship that exists. And this is where we answer, again, not totally because there are no total answers, but this is where we answer the questions, who am I, why am I here, what is my purpose? This is the section that deals primarily with that because until we come into some degree of divine awareness, uh, awareness of the fact that we are divine beings and have been uh, created in that light, then we can't really uh, approach those questions realistically.
0: And again, I'm yeah.
1: skipping over a lot here. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The next, well, we the next we one, we? Uh, <laughs> the, the next uh, uh, chapter, the last chapter, is what we talked about earlier. Uh, it's entitled Unity Consciousness, and it deals with just that. Uh, we reach the, uh, the pinnacle of the book in divine consciousness. We return... And as we return, we stop once again to visit Tresara and we are told the story of Tresara, how it began, how it evolved, how it ultimately broke loose from the almost death grip of uh, the uh, old ruling order and how they were able to uh, affect uh, a transformation beyond anything that had ever happened And uh, one of the secrets I'll divulge to you is that one of the greatest uh, things that they were able to do was stop using uh, language uh, as a spoken word, and they were able to develop the telepathic abilities. Uh, And in doing so, they were able to uh, communicate without using any uh, Internet or anything like that. They became the Internet. So, again, uh, if you read that chapter, you'll see how that works. And uh, it's really more of a statement on where we are now, where we are going, how we can get there. And the ending is a surprise ending that tells us what really is awaiting for us at the end of the cycle and the beginning of the next cycle. And that has, has had a lot of attention uh, so far, from uh, futurists, as far as like those individuals who uh, completely uh, agree with the uh, the end result of the book. Uh, so that's kind of an idea, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I appreciate
0: that because you know, I, I you know, as one goes through reading reading the book and going through the chapters, um, it's it's kind of like um, you. In a way, experience the different levels. Uh, I mean, you don't obviously experience them, but uh, you, I, for me, I gained a better understanding of what that level would be and what an experience that I might have that might fall into one of those, you know, you know, types of uh, those uh, the consciousness stream of consciousness. So. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, I really like the way that you you go kind of way from the micro to the macro in a way. Um, Correct. So we're we're down to the very end. Um, so now you mentioned a couple times, you know, what you would hope the readers will <laughs> take away from reading the book. Um, but uh, let's maybe recap again. Would what, what, what you what do you hope
1: Rippling Waves will do for the reader? Well. I've already touched on that, but I'll just reiterate. Uh, I'm yeah. hoping that uh, this will pique the interest of some folks out there who are looking for uh, these very issues, uh, a different reality, or the true reality of who they really are, who are not getting what they want from their religions, and they have left that uh, behind them. They really don't know where to turn they, uh are experiencing uh, perhaps uh, some of these things themselves, but they don't know how to explain them and but mostly they're looking for that inner peace within in terms of like finding who and what their true nature is and again, as I mentioned earlier, this is the vast middle, and so the whole idea here is to uh, inspire folks to find that place within, the minute you find that place of love within yourself, it bursts forth and and you are in and of yourself, you are uh, bringing a brilliant light into the reality of our little blue planet here on the solar system. And when that happens, uh, you automatically connect with everyone else that's doing that and great things happen for you. All of a sudden you're meeting people events are falling into place um, quite extraordinarily. Uh, and you don't know why, but you don't want to know why because it's happening and it's wonderful. And that, that's what I'm looking <laughs> to achieve. And I'm looking to uh, put people in, into the uh, realization that these are natural skills that we possess. Everyone has them. It's like having a gold mine that no one told you you had. <laughs> huh just need to mind it right one
0: uh-huh. one of the things too also um before we close that you know one um trait that seemed to stick out throughout the book for me was that the the value of curiosity um when it comes to um, expanding awareness
1: oh yeah um, uh, fortunately, I personally have been blessed with a somewhat insatiable curiosity. I always, always <laughs> want to know what you know, what more is there, right, kind of thing. And that's, that's been extremely helpful uh, because um, my curiosity tells me, well, if I've gotten to A, then I must be able to get to B. And then when I arrive at B, well, there's C. And then, of course, there's D, <laughs> E, and F, right? So um, um, that, that's how I've come to know, uh, not just understand or believe or anything like that. I've come to know that there is really a never-ending journey that we can be on that brings us these amazing gifts and abilities that brighten our life beyond beyond even the, the ability to, uh, to describe them in words. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Anthony, thank you for your time today. I really enjoyed our conversation and I really enjoyed reading your book as well. Oh, thank you so much and thank you for having me. And, uh, I really appreciate, again, I want to make reference to uh, you uh, and uh, your work. Uh, Robert uh, is doing good work in the world, Uh, support him. We need all the people like him we can get.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. Listen, You you take care, and and, uh, now if people want to get in touch with you, they can obviously see your website. But um, social media, is that an option for
1: folks? Uh website is best because it has all my contact information, best. has okay. my e- email and my phone number and, and all the services I provide. Uh, I didn't Great. go into that because uh, that's a different thing entirely. This is primarily a, about my book. So, But if you want to know that's more, go to com.
0: Great. Okay,
1: thank you, Anthony. You have a good evening. My pleasure. Thanks to God.
0: You're welcome. Again, everyone, today my special guest has been been Anthony Teresi, and we have been talking about his new book, Rippling Waves, A Spiritual Journey Through the Heart of the Universe. And as he mentioned, you can find out more by visiting his website, which is www.anthonyteresi.com, and that's A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-T-E-R-E-S-I.com. And everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again... Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To follow our show visit our homepage at ByteRadio.me and select the platform you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Me. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.